to see the demon in you doesn't want to come out and play. I can see the demon in you doesn't want to come out and play. Everybody say, fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Everybody say, fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. What's going down? Welcome back to the Fuck This Shit Podcast. It's your boy Dre back again. I got my boy Freeze in the building with me. What's happening? Chilling, big chilling. You already know we start the podcast the same way each time. Thank y'all for taking the time out to listen to this motherfucker. We know you got lives and those lives take time. So when you make time for a nigga like me and for the homies, we feel love. We feel love. Hey, hey, and on some special occasion shit, since it's freeze, since freeze on here, if you listening to this in traffic, do me a favor, roll the window down, tell everybody I said, fuck this shit. Fuck the traffic. <laughs> fuck the commute. All that. Fuck this shit. We in the That's building, the vibes. Man. Oh, God. Y'all already know, man. If you're not already doing the stuff, there's a link in the show notes. As always, you can go in there. You can follow social media. You can become a subscriber you get video podcasts you get them a day earlier than everybody else and also you get to be you know what i'm saying the money behind this motherfucker that's what you get to be you know what i'm saying you get to you be get a to, real you really my check you're yeah. kind of my boss you don't okay. want to be somebody's boss you don't want to be a dame dash will be ashamed of you because you don't want to be a boss right <laughs> it's also a phone number on there so you can leave a voicemail to the show. We will play all the voicemails on the show. Uh, hold on, Freeze. I got to play the voicemails. All right. Yeah. I take it you didn't get no voicemail, man. I got no voicemail. <laughs> all right. All righty. Y'all call my man. Y'all call my boy number, man. What y'all doing, man? <laughs> Hit him up, man. All right, I'm gonna call. Y'all want me to do the first one? I'm gonna call. Forget it. I call. I call right now. I call. Now. <laughs> I'm gonna hang up and call. <laughs> no, y'all call my man. So y'all stop playing. Yeah, real. <laughs> but yeah, man, we ain't been up to much, man. I just been uh, I've been big chilling. Uh. I've been releasing the episodes a little bit closer together, so it leads for a nigga having less to say. Uh, I will, uh, I will say this, y'all. That Dallas trip I told y'all I went on, my boy Freeze was on that trip with me. Yes, sir. So uh, some of the things I talked to y'all about the uh, the neighborhood, mm. you know, the neighbor, <laughs> the neighborhood. Emphasis on the hood. I just want to point out, man. I don't know if he told you this, so. Later on, after I don't even know if I told you this. So after the fact, I talked to my little kinfolk who stay in Dallas. Mm-hmm. He was like, so what side was y'all on? Well, I'm trying to describe it or whatever. But you know, I don't really, you know what I'm saying? I don't really know my way around. Yeah. I tell him what high school that we were around the corner from. And before I could even finish it, he's like, oh, <laughs> y'all was in the hood. He was like, that's a hood school, bro. <laughs> I was like, bro, we were unaware. Um, the nice... The nice older ladies across the aunties across the street, they they treated us well. We we were unaware that we were, you know what I'm saying, in danger. They told us they were like, hey, it's gonna be a graduation this evening. Um, there will be gunshots. 
Don't be alarmed. Bruh. I was like, oh my goodness. All right. All right. Listen, it was, wild it was an experience. It was, it was fun though. It was super fun. And I be I'm gonna be real. I, I don't really mind being in the hood that much. As long as I'm not in some hood shit, I don't mind being in a hood area. That's some shit I can get past. I mean, I, bro, listen, they took care of us. I was chilling. Other than them Ubers tripping and not wanting to pick us up, other than that, we were straight. Bro, I told them they didn't want to pick us up, bro. They was not trying to scoop us, man. They was not trying to make that money. They wasn't we was trying to out. come get us from the crib or take us back to the crib. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Either one. As soon as they seen that, Addy, they was like, mm. They're like, uh, the way this my lift is set up, we don't come across we don't come across that bridge. It was the bridge. It was the bridge, bro. Soon as they got to that bridge, they'd be like, you know what? Let me turn back around. What was I thinking? Every ghetto got a landmark, bro. Real niggas know every ghetto got a landmark where it's like it's regular hood until you get here and then it get crucial. Cause I mean, on this one, this one's I mean, we was at like nice house, nice house. Trap house, nice house, nice house, Granny's trap house. Y'all know Granny's trap house, the one your cousins got. It's Granny, still Granny house, but, but your cousins got that mug and they trapping in it. That's y'all know <laughs> what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Then it was like nice house, Mexican trap house. Shout out to the Mexican homies. You know what I'm saying? It was like that's what it was. I really wish we could show y'all. Matter of fact, this might be the, the opportunity for you to start you a vlog. You need a vlog. That's what you need. A vlog. You need a vlog. That's what you need. I feel like this is basically a vlog, ain't it? But you ain't moving around with it. I'm talking about the life vlogs, you know, the ones oh, that I gotta be on YouTube with it. I gotta be yeah. like, ooh, 360 camera with yeah. the GoPro. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Little I'm fan. out there with the I'm gonna get a fanny stick. pack on God. Get a selfie stick. Hey, don't get one of the regular fanny pack. Get the get the, the sideways strap joint, you know what I'm saying? Over the shoulder joint. You know what that saying? don't go on the waist? No. Nah. Don't do the waist. What? Fam. I feel I'm like you got to FTS branded fanny pack. Make make mine say no homo then. <laughs> I feel like having the fanny pack on is a no homo moment. You know what I'm saying? You got to pause that. It's a sack on your stomach. You got to pause, <laughs> you gotta pause that, bro. You got to keys. Tell them. He's gonna watch. Oh, Keys, you, I know you're gonna listen to this. You're gonna watch this, little bro. Tell him he gotta pause that. Fanny pack, you gotta pause it. Listen, bro, it's moments like this right now where like I be trying to I be trying to be a better person, bro. I be telling my daughter, I be telling, I'll be like, you know hey, what? I can, I can drink this. I can I don't see wanna, why y'all saying I can drink this, right? I don't want to sneak. Yeah. yeah okay, cool. I know, <laughs> we adults and I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying, like you know, I'm, I hear y'all, I hear y'all with the not, not saying no homo and shit like that. I, I, but then when y'all come with bangers like a sack on your stomach, bro, it's like y'all don't understand the jokes that the last that we getting right now are quality, bro. A one, a one, bro, a one. <laughs> Man, bro, I got hours and hours and hours and hours of material supporting the gay community. My nigga, I feel like I should be able to get these laughs off guilt free. Anyway, Man, wait till you <laughs> drop. Wait till you drop the shirt, though. I'm coming. Hey, bro, listen. Shout out to Tori. She asked for it in the comments. Said need the lettuce, gay bacon, and tomato shirt. 
Give me some time. That's all I got to say. Give me a bro, little time, I'm- bro. Let me let me do one of the designs. All right, look, this is what we gonna do. Look, we'll do multiple des- designs, and then we'll we'll split the profit on my design. Say less. I got some bangers for you. They gonna love it. The- they gonna bangers. Yeah, I'm I'm with all of that. Yeah, you back. Uh, all right, so uh, I don't know, man. What, what should we just go ahead and get started? Is that is that? I'm, just, it is? I, I'm man. You have. Listen, I, I'll be hearing all the work up to the podcast, and this and like this is one of the first ones, or not the first one, but I'm saying one of the ones that I get to actually be on. But you ain't told me the topics, but I'd have heard about all the other things around what you was talking about. So now I'm crazy interested. I'm ready to jump in, bro. No, no, no. I'm, I'm ready well, to go. go. I'm ready to go. I got transitions to put in Damn. between my shits now. You know what I'm saying? I, before listen, I go to shit. Huh. I just uh, before you get started, I just I know today gonna be crazy because what could be crazier than somebody leaving a toddler in the house for eight days and expecting them to be alive when they got home? That's it if it's if it's wild and then that, bro. I don't know where we about to go with this, so I'm I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm listen, I don't know if it's gonna get wild or that. Now niggas want to know the story. Y'all got to look that up. That's some shit that really happened. Some girl decided she was gonna go party and left her kids at the crib, baby at the crib by, by themselves for eight days. It's not gonna start that dark, y'all. I promise. I just want to know if she went on a carnival cruise. Sound like she went on a carnival cruise to me, bro. <laughs> what, what, what you mean? That ain't what your bro gonna be do? Try to leave their kids somewhere going on a carnival cruise. <sighs> Hold on. Did that did that work? Did you hear that? It sounded like oh, I was trying to fight. Hold on. All right, there we go. That's the. <laughs> I needed that for transition purposes. Her, All right, so man, good. like, I started off, bro. I start off with the grown up news, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's always some shit, you know, the regular shit, you know, that's on the news. Niggas is already talking about. Mm-hmm. It's literally no way I could get on this motherfucking podcast and not talk about this damn submersible. Mm. Uh-uh. Although I'm sure by now all of us have a pretty good idea what went down. You know what I'm saying? We'll go ahead and refresh our memory. No uh, pun intended. Yeah, no, no pun intended. Uh, that's rough. Uh, the Coast Guard announced Thursday that it believed five passengers who disappeared while attempting to explore the Titanic shipwreck were likely lost due to a catastrophic implosion of their vessel. U.S. Coast Guard, uh, I don't know, Rear Admiral? I'm a guess. I don't know the abbreviations. I don't know what, what ADM is. He got to be okay. important, though. Acronym anyway. man, Mr. Acronym. Uh, but John Malger announced at a press conference on Thursday morning, five major pieces of debris have been found on the seafloor about 1,600 feet from the site of the Titanic, a finding consistent with the catastrophic loss of pressure uh, of the pressure chamber. Uh, Malger said they then notified the families and offered their condolences. Shortly before uh, his comments, the company running the expedition, OceanGate, announced that the five passengers have sadly been lost. 
These men were true explorers who shared a distinct spirit of adventure and a deep passion for exploring and protecting the world's oceans. Our hearts are with these five souls and every, every member of their families during this tragic time. Uh, the grim announcement came just four days after a 21-foot tourist submersible named Titan was reported missing approximately 900 miles east of Cape Cod. Listen, I'm going to be honest with y'all. We don't know of any other items or people or things that have been down that far for that very reason. For that, And it only takes one thing. One bolt to be loose will cause that. Cause you to lose pressure and get crushed. And by the yeah, way, bro. I just want y'all to understand, like, they tried to, they, I don't think they painted y'all an accurate picture of what actually happened to those people. Because what happens to, to something down there in the ocean at the bottom is it would tear that vessel in half like a Coke can. So, yeah. You talking about like how, how, how strong that pressure is. Yeah, I think they trying to like make it sound like it was like some light shit. I mean, like it, it was instant. Them niggas was dead as soon as it happened. Oh, come on, bro. Stop it. Uh, they were listen, listen, they were probably dead long before that moment. And we would we'll never know why, what caused because I'm saying like it, it could have been a complete like just crushing of it. Boom. And it just happened, they were all gone. It could have been a long time. I don't think they'll tell us either way though. I mean shit. I don't, I don't wanna think, know. I don't know that they'll ever know. I don't wanna know. I just know that that's I, I thought when when people started okay I didn't know they were doing it until uh, people at work started talking about them being lost and I'm like okay like and so when I start reading about it and they're talking about oh you know this is how they control it and these engineers told them beforehand like hey this isn't possible we think y'all should reconsider these things about this and they didn't listen I was like mm, that's kind of weird. And then the point was brought up to me. This is one of the other scary points was even if um, everything had went right but wrong at the same time and they were able to get back to the surface, there was no way to open the pod from in, from the inside. So even yeah. if they got back, they still would have suffocated like at the surface level, which was wild to me. I was like, there's no there's no fail safe to get them out. And then, no. then they're like, we lost the beacon. And I, when they said that, I was like, you mean they're dead? That was my first question. I was like, are they trying? Is that a nice way of saying that they're gone? I'm like, because you don't lose a beacon. That's not how that works. I'm like, how? Bro, listen, if the cartel can put a beacon in a a makeshift submarine full of cocaine and find it, and y'all can't find these people, that's terrible, G. You're telling me the, the cartel is willing to put a more expensive beacon a more efficient beacon, if you would. Listen. On cocaine than you would on five human lives, G? That's Listen, wild. bro, the more that you dig wild. into the story, the more you dig into the story, bro, that's kind of what happened. Like, the whole submersible, they, like, threw that shit together. It wasn't... It wasn't what it was supposed to be, bro. I was, a. Uh, I was listening to a podcast that was talking about this a little bit and they were talking about a similar voyage where a dude took a, 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 a vessel to like the deepest part of the ocean. But it was like only enough room for one person. It had like fail safe after fail safe after fail safe. Just like 
over and over and over. And uh, like all this redundancy, all these different things that were designed to make sure like if this fails, this happens. If this fails, that happens. And when experts compare like that kind of setup to what they had on this, it ain't even close. They're like, yo, this shit ain't safe. There's been all kinds of reports that have come up of multiple experts who ahead of time were like, this shit ain't safe. Like what you're doing. And they've made it. They made the voyage apparently like two or three times. They've made the voyage already. But like, just because your shit didn't, it's, it's like if you got a hoopty and you put it on the highway. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know a motherfucker who got a raggedy-ass car, he'll put that bitch on the road and be like, oh, no, nah, this motherfucker get me there every time. And you then when it, it be. and when it finally break down, they be acting surprised as fuck. Like, nigga, you told me you had a blown head gasket last month and you just been going to work. When you watch these dudes and they talking about the video or like uh, the 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 way they set it up, and I'm I'm gonna play that video for you in just a second. Like just watching them talk about it, how carelessly they talk about it. It's not even the type of motherfuckers I would want to put me in a situation that dangerous. Damn, like you don't give enough a fuck about this to be the one in charge with me and my child's life in one of these motherfuckers' case. Like he took his son with him on some rinky dink ass goofy billionaire homemade submarine bro listen i told you bro i mean you know you know what i do i'm I'm in it for a living and they lost me a playstation controller bro you hear me a playstation controller be unreliable during the game of madden you want me to trust my life in a ship under the ocean in the ocean fam have you seen the controller bro huh have you seen the controller Uh, it ain't even a real playstation controller bro it's like the playstation controller that you used to get when you stayed at your cousin's house that had the cord and it was like blue and see-through had the vibration that motherfucker you could like see the thing twirling in that motherfucker it had the turbo button in the middle it's that they got the gamestop controller gamestop branded controller bro what was them joints called back in the day? The Mad Cats. They had the Mad Cats in there. Shout out to Mad Cats to all the broke homies, yo. <laughs> <laughs> For real, bro. You, you, don't know about, you don't know about Mad Cats. Hey, I'm gonna keep it a bug. I always had the official digital. I had to, I couldn't do it. If my joint didn't have a Sony on there, I couldn't rock with it. I gotta get this. Uh I gotta get this video for you. I got it on my my dumb ass got it on the tablet. Like that's gonna do shit for you. You can't see shit that's on the tablet. Uh, I wonder if there's a video. I'm gonna look it up for y'all. I'm gonna look up a video of like what it looks like and what what pressure does to things in the ocean. So we can show y'all like exactly what that would look like. Not on like a vessel or anything. That would be that would be inhumane. But obviously, you know what I'm saying? On something else. I just want y'all to see. Because it's just it's wild that they would put people's lives in danger this way i just i, I really couldn't believe it I, I actually did stop reading at playstation controller as soon as i said it's power it's it's uh yeah they they they're gonna use a playstation playstation controller to guide it through 
I'm the like, annoying part about it is for that they did that shit. The 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 most annoying part is is that they did that shit for some shit you can see on YouTube, bro. Like nigga, the Titanic ain't nothing motherfuckers ain't seen. But listen to me, first of all, this is what I'm tripping on. How they gonna use a PlayStation controller to guide this little vessel and niggas still can't land the plane on Grand Theft Auto. Bruh. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? You am I lying? Definitely not lying. I got a hundred right, homies playing. I got all right. I got the video. And you I know what you about to say. You got a hundred homies who still can't land that plane. Hundred homies, bro. This is these niggas talking about, about that shit. experimental submersible vessel that has not been damn oh late ass did you just start hearing it when i said something yeah it just started had just started playing all right let's see an experimental submersible vessel that has not been approved or certified by any regulatory body and could result in trauma or death where do i sign oh Take your shoes off. That's customary. Okay. Wow. Inside, the sub has about as much room as a minivan. So this is not your grandfather's submersible. We only have one button. That's it. It should be like an elevator. You know, person sub in the world that can reach Titanic depths, 2.4 miles below the sea. It's also the only one with a toilet, sort of. And yet, I couldn't help noticing how many pieces of this sub seemed improvised. We can use these off-the-shelf components. I got these from uh, Camper World. We run the whole thing with this game controller. <laughs> Bruh. Yeah. Bruh. Yeah, bro. Bruh. That's the controller. Listen, I'm going to tell y'all what kind of person I was as a kid. That's the controller that if that was the second player controller at your house, Freeze just didn't need to play the game. I'm not playing. I know. Especially if you want me to. You want the one that came with the console, but I get that joint? No, I'm good. Listen, bro. I'm not getting in nothing that goes underwater that you got some of the pieces from Camper World. Bro. You trying to take me to the Titanic and you got some of these pieces from Camper World? And I'm going to put me Man, and you my didn't kid even get them there. from Bass Pro Shop. Like, you went to the RB store in your area. You didn't even go to a national chain, bro. These niggas is getting that shit off Wish. Alibaba ass submersible. You see what happens to that Ali? See? Them niggas went Alibaba. You hear me? That's what I'm saying, but that... For me, as somebody who, you know what I'm saying, you know, I, I rocks with the ocean, man. The ocean, my homie, like, it's one of my, my, you know what I'm saying, my special places. I love the ocean. But I don't do that kind of stuff in the ocean. The fuck? Why would I? I'm not, I don't do none of that. You know what I'm saying? I Listen, I think scuba divers be doing a lot. Free divers. Free divers do a lot. But you want me to take a makeshift minivan Coke can to the bottom of the ocean? Two miles, G? Not 200 meters. 
two miles. Two miles. To go see some shit that I could literally see on YouTube, bro. You want to see what the entire Titanic is? Then just Google it. And I see a lot of people who are a lot of people who getting on here saying like you shouldn't make jokes at these people's expense and it's not funny and blah 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 whatever. Let me just be honest with you. I got a rule in life. I can only give as much a fuck about your life as you do. And I'm not saying that to say that like, I'm glad they died or they deserve to die or that they're like that. But yo, you was willing to play with your life to go look at a, a wreck boat. So when the obvious happens, motherfuckers make jokes. And when a joke come up, I will make such, I will make the joke. I will laugh at the joke. I'll do all of that for two reasons. Number one, bro, this is how black people in particular, I feel like this is how we deal with things that we actually think are trauma. So if this was real life traumatic, we would damn near be making jokes. The only thing that I don't know niggas that make jokes about is getting killed by the police. And I think it's just because it's too real. Like, and it's still impending. Yeah. It's not final. Yeah. Like you could easily be the next nigga killed by the police. So it's not really nothing to hee hee and ha ha about. But bruh, niggas was making jokes about Prince being dead before his body was cold. Niggas had memes on Michael Jackson before they had that man laid to rest. You think that we gonna change up for some rich motherfuckers who got inside of a camper world submersible? <laughs> the joke's coming. The joke's Bro, coming. Listen, listen, the joke, the joke that's gonna write itself is the next set of people who go down there to see that wreck. Bruh. Straight up. And, and it's another like, thing. Oh, go ahead. They're gonna be like, we got all our stuff from dicks or academy. We're good. <laughs> Got that got that five year warranty. They opted out for they opted in for the protection plan. That's the that's the key. Good luck. But listen, bro. The other thing too, when people be bringing up like he brought his son with him, I feel like they feel as though this is like almost like Kobe and Gigi. But it's not. Because Kobe and Gigi were in a helicopter like on like some transportation shit like they was just getting on a helicopter like go somewhere this wasn't like a this wasn't like kobe took Gigi to go like helicopter over the top of a volcano and they fell in which it would still be sad but it would be like what was you niggas doing i just the the recklessness that you have with your own life is going to have an impact with how quickly people are willing to make the jokes about what happened to you. That's all I'm saying. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, bro, listen, we just, we just witnessed a lot of stuff going go on in, in the media with, with people's deaths and people making fun of it and whatnot. I'm going to be honest. I don't think the world is above making fun of anybody death at this point. I agree. They don't, I mean, everybody going to, somebody going to think it's funny. You know what I'm saying I don't necessarily think it's funny. I think it's I think it's ridiculous. I think the people who um, who were behind this supported this in any way. I think those people are ridiculous. I don't think they're being realistic in what we already know about the science of what they were getting into. We already know those things. Like we know we know what happens to people who who go to the bottom of the ocean. Like 
We've done these things before already. You ain't the first one to do this stupid shit. Right. But you want to make one at home, though. You know what I'm saying? Remember when you was little and your mom would be like, we, we got McDonald's at home and it was a sandwich? That's what they had. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they had, G. We, we had got McDonald's a at, home. at home. We got, you, you want, oh, no, we got, we got McDonald's at home. I wouldn't trust my life to it. That's all I'm saying. That's, it. That's all I'm saying. I wouldn't trust my life to it. What's next, man? I got one more. I got one more thing that I got that I got filed on the grown up news. This is a this some shit. It's 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 some COVID related shit. It's some oh, it, it, it kind of falls into a lot of different areas hey. or whatever. So I thought it was I thought it was an interesting story. What's up, little homie? Little homie, COVID. Like, you know, I keep thinking the little homie gonna go away, and he just keep you know what I'm saying. He keeps chugging along, man. Uh, More than 1 million people are dropped from Medicaid as states start a post-pandemic purge of roles. More than a million people have been dropped from Medicaid in the past couple months as some states move swiftly to halt health care coverage following the end of the coronavirus pandemic. Most got dropped for not filling out paperwork. Uh, though the eligibility review is required by the federal government, Pe- President Joe Biden's administration isn't too pleased at how efficiently some states are accomplishing the task. Pushing through things and rushing it will lead to the uh, eligible people, kids and families losing coverage for some period of time. Uh, a top federal Medicaid official recently told reporters already about 1.5 million people have been removed from Medicaid in more than two dozen states that started the process in April or May. And then it like kind of like breaks down specific states that have done this or whatever. But the reason why I was thinking about this was because of how uh my bad my uh my audio got super delayed in my ear and that shit literally threw my my, my train of thought. It got me too. I was thinking, he said, "Got you too." <laughs> uh, I was saying that um, basically the way that we had all these assistance and all these packages and things that were associated with coronavirus relief and stuff like that that really probably should have been going on the whole time. Like a lot of the things that they did for coronavirus relief, like giving people who were already getting government assistance a little bit more. They were giving them more food stamps. They were giving people easier eligibility to get on these things. It was easier to get on Medicaid. It was easier to get your kids free school lunch. All these things that they did. As soon as these Republican states got the chance, they pulled that shit right the fuck back. Like they, they going through extenuous measures so that they can pull all those things right back and put things the way they used to be and throw these people off their coverage. And they like, we don't really give a fuck what happens to them. Was Oklahoma on there? I probably. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. Like that sounds like an Oklahoma theme, my boy. Well, it's just you like that they expansion. I mean, I'm just saying, but you know how how quickly we are to pull. Be like, oh, wait a minute, we can pull that dollar back out. Let's get it. Well, Oklahoma is one of those states where they didn't. I'm pretty sure Oklahoma didn't enroll in Medicaid expansion or Medicare expansion when they first did it, and that's basically a super simple program where basically the federal government is like, change the eligibility, put more people on this shit, and we'll pay for most of it. 
Like they like we feel like more people should be should have health care, should have access to health care. And I think the reason why I saw this story and I even made a reason I made a point to to put it to the side was just seeing the way that these states are governed in a way that has no impetus of providing people with any kind of like resources or support. And I'm not saying the government is supposed to, because I feel like the argument to this is these people just want handouts. And Mm -hmm. I'm not saying the government is just supposed to prop people up so that they can just sit at home and not do shit. But at the same time, it's kind of in everyone's best interest for everyone to have access to healthcare. The the problem that I always have had with that argument that, oh, you know, you don't want to be supporting these no good, you know, good for nothings that are just going to sit on the couch. You know what I'm saying? Like that argument has always fell on deaf ears with me for one simple reason. I don't think that it's ever going to be wise to cut out programs that help 100% of this group because you think 10% of that group does those things. Facts. Even if I'll be, I'll, I'll be honest, push it even further. Even if 40%, that 60% isn't worth it. Those 40% going to be dead way either way. Facts. Either way. But you're going to throw that 60, you're going to make that 60 suffer. Bro, and the thing that frustrates me about that is all of these things, whenever people advocate for not helping people who need help, the reason why it frustrates me the most is in truth because we all impact each other so much that having this percentage of the population that doesn't have access to let's use healthcare, for example, is one of the things that makes something like a pandemic worse. Mm-hmm. The people who were the quickest to get vaccinated, to get treatment when they were sick, to have positive health outcomes, period, are people who already had a relationship with the fucking health system in some way. They already have a primary care provider. They already are aware of pre-existing conditions they may have. You're saying all these different things that people don't even think about. If you don't have any fucking health care and they're out there saying, yo, COVID is way worse if you have diabetes, but you out here are untreated diabetic, that don't mean shit to you. You're not going to take the precautions that you should take for yourself. And as a result, you're just another sick motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You take that same thing to not want to provide people with, with food assistance or with housing assistance, all these other things. What those people can't do is they can't take sick days. They can't afford it. If they like, I got to go to work. That offers it. Bro, if they even got a job to offer, because if, if you don't got a job to offer it, you got to miss work. And these let me tell you something. These jobs will fire you for being sick, period. If you don't have a job that has a system in place that gives you days off, they will fire you for being sick, especially if you don't have health insurance, because guess what you're not going to have if you don't have no fucking insurance? A doctor's note. It's probably going to take you longer to recover because you can't go to the doctor because you can't and afford you know, to go man. to the doctor. What you say, G? I said, you can't get no meds. You can't get no meds. And it's just, and when you at work, mad that it's understaffed, 
and you carrying all this weight, and when you trying to go get your fucking cheeseburgers and you mad that the line is moving slow and all this other shit, all these things that you feel like are handouts that you don't want to give these people in some way ends up being that. Another motherfucker who can't show up. Yep. And you mad about it. And you mad about it. Oh, trying to police people who are going to find a way to work the system anyway. That's the thing about people who work a system. Those people, they got stamps. Oh, absolutely. The niggas who you think you get keeping from getting stamps, you that you keeping them from getting insurance, you thinking them from not, getting anything. You're not stopping them, bro. They I got double. They got I mean, theirs about, and the nigga who you were supposed to give some to. They got both of their shits. I was just about to say, those are the people that are selling their stamps. Bro. They coming up just because you hating. I've seen it too many times, bro. Uh, bro, how many times nigga, do you know how many times I seen a motherfucker with stamps working that system? Probably when you was here, probably every day. Nigga. <laughs> Somebody was doing it. Somebody had them. Bro. Over and over and over and over and over again. That's, that's how many times, nigga. Over and over and over and over and over again, nigga. <laughs> nah, but it's just like <sighs> it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It, it's. It's like a narrative that when you see people buy into it, it's frustrating because when you think about it, it doesn't even logically make any sense. No. Like, bro, that's clearly not the way that even works. I, you're not going to be able to change those type of people thinking, though. No, you literally not. You, you, you're not wrong about that. It's just wild. It is. Got to go to... Uh, Gotta go to the next segment. You know what I'm saying? But I gotta, you know, I gotta put these transitions. They help me put in ads so that I can make this money. Yeah, man. Get that bread up, bro. Man, somebody call in right now. Stop playing, man. Y'all, y'all ain't doing nothing right now. Stop what you're doing real quick. Drop in, drop the number real quick. Drake, put the number on the screen, man. Put the num- put the number right there, Drake. Put the number right there. Y'all the number in the notes. Here. I ain't putting them on the damn screen. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me play this shit. My bad. I tried to unmute you on him and I muted you. What'd you say, Pimp? I said that's one of your transitions, huh? That's one of little transitions. I gotta have something just to just to break it up. Let's see. What should we do next? Let's do. Hmm. 
Let's do Let's do Magamania. I haven't done this in a little while, man. Let's uh let's see what these motherfuckers been on. Had to had to to make a decision on a final call. Hurt. So this honestly probably could have went under another uh another segment if I wanted it to, but it it goes here too. You know, Magamania. This isn't just about Donald Trump. This is about anybody who gets on that bullshit. You know that uh super heavy right wing, heavy conservative bullshit that you know just always turns into some fuckery. MTG, um, you know, yeah, that bitch. <laughs> a nine-year-old girl at a school track and field event was left shaking and sobbing after a man accused her of being trans and demanded her disqualification. I saw a nine-year-old girl was yet, huh? I saw this earlier the week, bro. That's man. This one made me salty, bro. How you? Yeah. How you know to bring this one out, bro? Damn. This one had me salty. I'm gonna tell you why. Go ahead, read that. Go ahead. A nine-year-old girl was yelled at during a regional track and field event in British Columbia, Canada, on Sunday by a man who insisted she was trans and that she be she should be disqualified from competing. The child's mothers, who chose not to disclose their daughter's name, told Castanet that the girl was competing in the shot put event at uh, Kelowna's. See, you're having all these places you've never been before. You got to guess. Right. Anyway, at the Apple Bowl, when the grandfather of another participant began to yell at her, Heidi Starr, one of the mothers, told the local news outlet right before she went to throw, a grandfather of a student said, hey, this is supposed to be a girls event, and why are you letting boys compete? The girl's mother clarified that her daughter is cisgender, meaning that she's assigned a female at birth and still identifies as a girl. She missed. Uh, she mentioned that her daughter has a pixie haircut, adding that the man also pointed and shouted at another girl with short hair. According to a Facebook post shared by Star, the man insisted her child was definitely trans, called for her to be disqualified and competing uh, from uh, from competing in the school competition. He also demanded to see certification proving that their daughter was indeed a girl. Uh, the incident left the girl visibly shaking and sobbing. The man denied the allegation, saying the women twisted his words to satisfy an agenda. But the superintendent of Central Okanagan School District, Kevin Cardell, told Cast, uh, Castanet that the incident was totally unacceptable and that the district was taking steps to ensure the man cannot attend future school events. Sorry, Grandpa. Bruh. Not sorry, Grandpa. Yeah, so first off, this shit is where it is. To be clear, if there's no, you know, if there's any confusion, it's where it is because, in my opinion, a lot of the... It's funny because they speak about, like, a quote-unquote agenda that the gay community has. Like, they have gay meetings where they, like, get together so they can gay up the kids or some weird shit. But they literally do have an agenda to demonize these people for their own benefit and honestly just to motivate people to keep them in power so that they can not do shit. But this is one of their things. The trans women are a threat to your girls in sports. So you need to be on the lookout and motherfuckers only think about it from the terms of their daughter being the one 
who's trying to compete against a transgender girl. But they never, ever thought about it this way. And Freeze, I thought about it immediately because I knew I, I'm surprised. I don't know if this is if this is a black family or not, just because they're in Canada. But I've always said this is going to be something that young black girls are going to have to deal with in a way that people are not even thinking about. Walking out there and having to prove to these white folks that you really a girl. I mean, fam. Bigger than their daughters and you beating their ass. Fam, we we already experienced that in our lifetime. Every Go back. Every article about Serena Williams for the last 20 years. Find the comments. Bruh. And you're going to find 150 white dudes. It's no offense to the white homies, but it be the white dudes in the comments that's always questioning how how big her legs are, how big she she does she isn't proportioned like a woman, this and that and the other. They even said she was a man after she had a baby, fam. And almost died on the table, mind you. But she was somehow still a man. Because the girl that they thought was the perfect tennis player was going on the court getting dragged. Getting beat down. And they was like, oh, it's because she must be a guy. They can't, they can't win because they're competing against a guy. I'm telling you, bro. And this is this is one of the things, too, and I try and say it all the time. Black people don't be realizing that it plays this way, but they try and get us on the side of some fuck shit because they know that it's a lot of homophobia that's kind of like within our community to a degree and then they take that same shit and they fuck us with it like they do everything else it's not kind of in our community it's rampant amongst our community agreed you know what i'm saying it's rampant especially the older crowd especially the the older church crowd you know what i'm saying that's why like um i remember we pointed it out when, when we were watching it but like that's why it was really big uh for Issa to put her brother in the way that she did yeah. For her to write the, the storylines that she wrote that were like um unique to that perspective. Yeah, no, I agree. Straight up. It's just stories like that make me think how much we don't see like the plan. It's it's just crazy because they take these communities and they make it as though like even it's crazy because they do it with us too. They do it with black people too. They'll make up this narrative about the whole black community. Like we all had a meeting on Monday and decided that we hated America or some shit like that. Mm -hmm. And then that's what all black people do. And all black people want to end America. And those same people can be like, Oh yeah. And the transgenders want to take over girl sports and the gay people want to put your kids in drag shows and groom your kids. And they'll be like, I mean, you were wrong about the black people, but those others. Yeah. I mean, I, I could get on board with that. And I, I could see where these liberals are, are kind of letting these people run, run the show. It's just wild, bro. It's, it doesn't make any sense, bro. It's it, the failure to be able to take your thoughts and make them actually line up among different subject lines. Like, it's just, it's unfathomable to me the things that people say. I just, it's always been 
unique perspectives to look from our side to their side. I wonder what it's like to have that much power to set narratives. I wonder what it would be like if uh, what a century would look like if African-Americans set the narratives about things. Because I, I'm going to be honest, like we obviously aren't, you know what I'm saying? Like there's obviously a group of people who get to set the narrative um, who have pretty much been in control since, I mean, as far back as we we can, we know. Um, and it's always funny to hear the narratives that they set. Like some of my favorites are how lazy everyone else is. Everyone else is lazy. And I'm like, man, I wonder when we became lazy. Was it before or after slavery? Let me know. Yeah. When did we when did they At become what point in us building all your shit? You know what I'm saying? I mean, but they do it's not and it, it, it's not it's not just us, it's not unique to us. They do it to Hispanics. Hispanics are some of the hardest working motherfuckers out here, bro. I don't care what nobody's talking about. I don't care. Bro, the Hispanic homies pulled up on me and did my roof. Did they pull up on time? They pulled up before time. But you told they me was they, done, was they was done at the time they were supposed to be there. Damn, you told me they was you told me they was gonna be lazy, they were gonna show up late, that they was gonna take naps, they was gonna drink beer underneath my tree. That's what you told me. And let me tell you, did they drink beer? Yep. Did they take a nap up under my tree? Yep. They sure did. They sure did. But let me tell you when they did it. On a break. On a break when they boss left with the truck to go dump the truck. When there was absolutely no more work for them to be doing, they sat down, had them a little survey sus. You know what I'm saying? Took a siesta. You feel me? Niggas know how to conserve that energy, bro, so they can get back to work. Bro. Hey, so, don't, bro, he out there in the he out there doing how a job. Do shit. Bam, it was hot. He on my roof. Of course, he tired. Why he can't take a nap on a break? He didn't take a nap on my roof. Like it's just and even if and it's even just if an you ignorant do, motherfucker. It's just an ignorant thought process, bro. Like it's just ignorant. Everybody's lazy because they won't do free work for me. Yeah, I bet. It always. I bet. I got another one for you, bro. I know you've seen. Let this it rain. Story. Let's get it. There's no way you haven't seen this one, bro. Let's get it. Trump reportedly stiffed a restaurant full of his supporters. He promised to buy lunch. <laughs> I missed that. Donald Trump has long been known for two things, lying all the time and being extremely cheap and being really weird about dogs and making wildly bizarre claims like Abraham Lincoln had it easy compared to him. But right now we're focusing on the lies and the cheapness. I <laughs> I usually don't read parts like that in articles, but that was kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, these 1, two treat. Uh, I'm sorry. Petty level 1,000. Petty level 1,000. But right now, we're focusing on the lies and the cheapness. Uh, anyways, those two traits converged on Tuesday in an event that, in retrospect, we should have all seen coming. After pleading not guilty to 37 felony counts brought by the Justice Department, the ex-president stopped by the Miami restaurant Versailles, where patrons prayed for him and sang happy birthday one day early. It was there that the former president declared, food for everyone. <laughs> Most people would take this declaration to mean that Trump was saying he was going to buy food for everyone in a restaurant. But according to the Miami New New Times, that was not the case. Uh, New Times wondered, did Trump, who famously fancies his chicken from KSC and his steaks well done, 
and slathering ketchup, but isn't exactly known for picking up the check. Treat, bro, wait, why are they throwing this level of shade at this man? Bro, if he like well done steaks with ketchup on him, miss me, bro. These motherfuckers voted a nigga president who like well done steaks with ketchup on him. And they the How medium. you gonna read the presidential brief as you shaking the whole fucking desk trying to cut that damn steak? And they the, and they the medium rare crowd. That's like if you cook it over that, you just ruined it. Yeah, you're ruining the steak. You shouldn't even. You're gonna put steak sauce on that. Ah, oh, oh my god. You they even said he put KFC with that slippery ass chicken. Bro, I don't want none of that rubber skin chicken, bro. I'm Gucci. Listen. That steam, it's like they fry it and then they steam it. Why the skin like that anyway? Bro, the only thing they had going for them was the wedges, and they messed that up. Took the wedges off. They messed that up, bro. Dumbass niggas. My mom used to, bro. My mom used to love the little, uh, the little spicy chicken joints. We used to go up there all the time. The little wings. That's where she used to get them from. It was KFC. You know what I'm saying? So as a kid, that was like one of her favorite little things. She go get that little six piece, some wedges and a Pepsi, fam. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You know, that joke was like $3.99 back in the 90s, fam. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> that bitch slap. This shit said, uh, my bad. But uh, slatter the ketchup, blah, blah, blah. Isn't known picking a check. Treat is, okay. <clears throat> they were saying, they wondered, did he treat his fan club to a spread of coquitas, pasta, whoa, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Pastelitos and Cubanos Whoa. chased with cafecitos. I don't speak no Spanish, but I bet you that's a little coffee something. So, hold on, wait. So Trump, so Trump met the homies at a, at a Hispanic restaurant? At a, yeah, well, you know, he he was in Miami, bro. You know they say that Florida Hispanics is different than Texas Hispanics, bro. They Republicans. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I knew it was a few of them, but I mean, I didn't know they was coming out you know, saying meeting at the restaurant. That's why Trump won Florida. The Florida, the Florida Hispaniolas. No uh, A knowledgeable source assures the New Times that Donald Trump stopped at Versailles totaled about 10 minutes, leaving no time for anyone to eat anything, much less place an order. Perhaps he'll oh, make it up to his supporters at a pit stop following his <laughs> next potential arraignment. You lying, bro. You telling me he did a little webby walkthrough? He did a little webby walkthrough. Trump did a little webby walkthrough. <laughs> Y'all, you know, when they come to law and they just walk through the clubs, they be like, hey, yeah, we was here. That was is that was that webby? It'd be like 47 <laughs> blurry pictures of him. But Webby was in Lawton. Yeah. Cause my nigga was yeah. moving the whole time. Never stopped. She's, never stopped, bro. Came through the back though, walked through the front. I'm out. What I'm dead about, bro, is how you constantly brag about how rich you are, and then you do some shit like set motherfuckers up. You know, imagine motherfuckers patting their pockets when the check came, bro. They like, oh no, my nigga, my dog Trump got me. Trump got me. You see the me here? Well, he said, yeah. Where you say he gone? You say he left? He he got a tab here, right? He said he, he got a tab. I think he got a tab. I think he, he might have. He not coming back. He not. <laughs> So what's on? I got a damn. I got a box of food. Niggas I got is in there adding lobster tails. Mm-hmm. Bro, you know they need to surf and turf. What you mean, Daddy Trump ordering, bro? They they over here. They ordering everything. They know he got it. He got and it was like uh, Kita and that 
He got money. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was my girl. <laughs> bro. That's what they get, bro. I feel like that's genuinely what Trump supporters get, bro. I'll never there's a lot of things that don't make me change the way I feel about somebody. Your political affiliation like doesn't necessarily make me look at you like a bad person. I can think that you have misconceptions about how these things work and you voting against your own interests. I think that about people all the time, but it doesn't make me think that they like stupid or I can't fuck with them. If you an actual Trump supporter, you a little. Yeah, you not all. The... You don't got them all. You not. You might not be a lot of stupid, but you a little stupid for sure. You might not be a lot of stupid, like, but right. you a little stupid. But this is the problem that I be having and like. If there's any of them that have, have managed, I'm talking about Trump supporters, that have managed to find themselves listening to this, I want you to understand something right now. I know that you can reach a high level of intelligence and still be stupid. That's you. Maybe. You, know you might be you might be unintelligent and stupid. You might be both, but I'm saying, but if you if you listen to this and you're positive. That you are not the stupid people we're talking about because you are totally intelligent. You can be intelligent and stupid at the same time. I'm just here to tell you. I'm just going to say Facts. Facts. I'm just... I would even venture to say that you're stupid if you were a Trump supporter under the guise of, like, greed. Like, if you are, I support Trump because I'm rich and I want somebody who's going to pass policies that help me hoard my wealth. Donald Trump don't give a fuck about nobody but Donald Trump. You could find another motherfucker to help you hoard your wealth. I was wondering was if you were talking about Lil Wayne or Lil Boosie. Oh, I wasn't even thinking about the, you know. Okay, listen. This is definitely 110% me treating black people differently than I would treat white people for the same thing. And I want to go ahead and admit that before I say it. But I can kind of understand why Lil Wayne and Kodak Black, uh, Teddy Riley came out and said some shit not too long ago. I couldn't understand why they kind of like on some we fuck with Trump type shits because he directly freed them from prison. Like he was like, I'm a pardon this nigga Lil Wayne who about to do a couple years for having heroin on this fucking airplane. So, I mean, do I think it's, is it, is it reckless? Is it selfish? Yes. I mean, you out now. It ain't like you got to keep riding for my nigga, but I mean, if you was already not the most politically engaged motherfucker and then the president freed you, I mean, it's probably no reaching you at this point. You think you think it, Brittany Griner rock with him? Trump? Fuck no. Why would Brittany Griner fuck with him? He was he, like... He, he talked about bringing her home for a little bit, right? He said that he, he like flexed about bringing her home he wasn't like i would like to bring Brittany griner home he was like if i wouldn't have lost the sham election i would have already had Brittany griner free i would have just called over there i would have said hey my girl bg's over there i need you to go ahead and free my nig that's my african-american that you have over there i need you oh to go gosh. ahead and free her i hate you in that voice nigga don't do that ever again <laughs> it's creepy fam that's wild Free my African American. Speaking of this, listen, I'm I'm about to flip it on you. I know, I know, you know what I'm saying? People don't never come on here, you know what I'm saying? Hit you with the Missy Elliott, put the game down, flip it in reverse. I'm about to put the game down, flip it and reverse it on you. 
Have you seen this new AI bot with Trump and Biden talking back and forth to each other? No. I'm about to send it to you right now. Give me one second right now, partner. Whatever your next segment it is, go ahead and cue it up. Get it ready. But I'm going to go ahead and find this good old link for you, player. Yeah, we're definitely. This blew, this blew my mind, fam. I was looking at it like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I said, what's this? The homie sent it to me the other day. And I'm like, wait, what? Well, you want to bring up, you about to bring up a story about AI? Well, you know, before that, well, maybe I got one more story for this segment that we under now. And then I actually got, I got an AI story and an AI segment niggas don't even know about. You know what I'm saying? Some new shit. So let me go ahead and do this last little story and then we'll do that. All right, um, say less. Trump calls for death penalty for drug dealers. Former President Donald Trump in a Fox News interview advocated for imposing the death penalty on convicted drug dealers, even as anchor Brett Bayard pointed out that the policy would have applied to Alice Johnson, a woman Trump granted clemency to and promoted in a sugar in a Super Bowl ad in his 2020 campaign. Trump told Bayard that uh, he believed the country had to enact stronger punishments against drug dealers to bring down crime, including the death penalty in defending his own record on crime which has come under scrutiny in the 2024 primary trump said his pardon powers were focused largely on nonviolent offenders trump cited the case of johnson whose sentence he commuted in 2018 johnson was serving life in prison dating back to 96 on charges stemming from cocaine distribution and money laundering laundering johnson was later featured in a super bowl ad promoting trump's work on criminal justice reform I think that's the lady who Kim Kardashian had him get out. If I'm not mistaken. Um, (laughs) But she'd be killed under your plan, Bayard noted. Huh? Trump responded as a drug dealer. He replied, no, no, no. Oh, under that, it would depend on severity, Trump added. Pressed on the issue further, Trump suggested Johnson would not have committed the same crime if the threat of the death penalty were hanging over her. She wouldn't have done it if it was a death penalty. In other words, if it was a death penalty, she wouldn't have been on that phone call. Wow. Trump's record on crime has been a point of criticism to some contenders in the GOP primary field, even as the former president insists he would crack down on drug dealers and violent offenders if elected a second term. Trash. It's trash. trash. He said, it's just trash. Like, it's just trash, bro. Like, it ain't really nothing else to say. Like, bro, it's like, we should we should kill all these people because I think they should die. I'm like, you know who I think should die? Pedophiles. Pedophiles should die. You, A lot of people feel that way. I'm not going to lie. You know, I don't, did you, did you know I don't believe in the death penalty? Is that something you, did you did know not, that about me? I did not know that. I didn't think you did. Do you know why I don't believe I'm, in the death penalty? Why's that? Um, for me, the reason why I don't believe in a death penalty, to be honest, is kind of twofold. First of all, I don't trust the criminal justice system to get it right enough times for them to be able to kill a nigga. Oh, absolutely. Like, that's my first and biggest reason why I don't believe in a death penalty. I do. I have been a part of the criminal justice system. I have watched a million people go through it. I know that it is beyond... Uh, foolproof 
And I also know that those mistakes tend to disproportionately impact people who look like me. So even though I can, I can completely empathize with the notion that there are some crimes and some people who are beyond, uh, confinement being an option for I'm just not certain that we're going to be able to properly determine who's who out of those people now with the system that we have now so I don't I don't believe in killing any of them uh, I'm going to be honest I don't personally believe in it the only reason that um, I even consider it or think about it or uh, use it in any scenario is because it's a reality of, of where we are I mean, but I also I know what say we would do. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I don't know what we would do with those types of people. I definitely think there has to be. We can't just let someone run around and hurt folks. That just that just can't fly. Well, I mean, I but, wasn't uh, even gonna say, bro. Like, I understand. Like, I'm not even gonna sit up here and play. Like, if somebody did something to somebody I cared about, I bet you I would believe in the death penalty then. Like, I get it. Like, I get the emotional part of believing in the death penalty. Like, I would want a motherfucker to die who did something like that to my people, period. But you're not asking me, do I believe a isolated individual should die? You're asking me, do I believe in a system that allows the legal system, the criminal justice system as presently constructed with being able to determine that outcome for a person? And I just don't. It's so you know, but I feel what you're saying. I I don't think that nothing should happen. That's wild. Um, but what I was gonna say about this is what this really makes me think of is the fact that I feel like a lot of people have a problem deciphering the difference between a motherfucker who likes some black people and a motherfucker who likes black people. The idea. Mm-hmm. So what I mean by it is somebody like Donald Trump, he likes Lil Wayne. He likes Kodak Black. He likes these exceptionally talented, famous black people that he can leverage in some way. He has no issue cozying up to those people or extending his resources to them as long as he can get something back. He doesn't hate black people in that way. But give a fuck about black people in the way that he wouldn't advocate for a policy that would clearly end. Imagine if you could get the death penalty for selling drugs. Who you think's gonna get that? Lil Wayne and Kodak Black. <laughs> Listen, all the Lil Wayne's <laughs> and Kodak Blacks who don't got, got those names. What's that? Like straight up, like Lil Wayne and Kodak Black not gonna get it. He'll pardon them a hundred times over, but a motherfucker who did the same shit with no fame, no name, no leverage, fuck them. This the same motherfucker when we had the Black Lives Matter rallies and motherfuckers was in the streets getting shot at by motherfucking police getting goddamn shot with beanbag guns in the face and fucking smoke bombed and flash banged and all this other shit. You got whole militarized police units out here knocking old ass niggas over, busting their head on the concrete, all this other shit. He like, fuck them up. Get them in order. He didn't give no fucks about none of us in that moment. And it's just 
maybe it's something that I'm on too much or I stay on too long, but it just kills me how much I see other black people saying, oh, shit, Trump and Biden about the same. Trump ain't even that bad. It's like, bro, Trump would piss on you. Wouldn't piss on you to put you off fire if you was on fire, nigga. I'm going to keep it a buck. I hear that all the time. They always got a reason, like, fam, at my job, it, I hear all kinds of reasons why they they like, well, I mean, Biden's, Biden ain't no better. He just want to. And I'm like, bro, listen, y'all, y'all will have an argument the day somebody loses a gun. But until then, y'all like, what are we talking about? Nobody came to take your guns, nigga. Right. Nobody wants your guns, bro. It's just wild. Like, it's just. It's such a, a a weird topic, like politics in general, just a weird topic, because like people will really like be be stuck on a point that really don't technically exist. Like that's not real. Like you get that right? You get that's not real, right? Like it's literally not real. Like it's not real. Like that's not real. That didn't happen, or that person didn't do that, or this person didn't say that. Like none of that. They're like, oh, you know, blah 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 blah. Biden's so old. Like, hey, bro, do you know how old Donald Trump is? Yeah, a few, a few years younger. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't think like you're like you're like trying to deduct points for like something that everyone is is, is doing, or you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's just wild. No facts. What you looking up? Your little AI story? Well, all right. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Uh, I'm about to try to get our little, I'm saying, got our little, get our little uh, uh, transition real quick. Oh, yeah, knock your little transition out, my boy. Those are those damn kids that paid immigrant workers. Yeah, they got a loan to pay their minions, so you know what that means? They took our job. They took our job. They took your job. Wait a minute. I thought we were mad because of their. <laughs> the whole segment is just called They Took Our Jerbs. They took our, <laughs> took our what? They took our jerbs. This is about AI because AI is coming to take our jobs, bro. Uh, what? <laughs> uh, the first thing I'm gonna play though is I'm gonna actually pull up this. Uh, I'm gonna pull up this video that you had because I gotta. Because I am, bro. I'm not gonna lie. I am hella entertained with. Uh, 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 hold on, real quick. I don't want this to start playing automatically. Listen up. Pause. Interested in. how AI is about to start impacting people, bro, with chat GPT, all these other things. It's just, it's interesting, bro. It's, it's, it's a thing. It's definitely a topic that is impacted more things than I think people realize. I'm going to say it's going to be the play, right? I'm listening to you. Go ahead. No, it's going to be, it's going to be very difficult to do a lot of that. Like it's already been causing problems. People trying to, um figure out if if papers were written by chat gpt and like ai can figure out if the papers written by ai and all this other things and i'm like yeah 
until people learn how to manipulate that. Because they're all sure. they're built to be manipulated. It's it's literally what they're created for. You know what I'm saying? It's, and it's gonna be like, write me a paper like this. It's gonna be like, now go back and change all of this to this. And it's gonna be like untraceable to AI now. That makes sense though. Like, go ahead, go back and change all these factors. Yep. <laughs> Excuse me. It's terrible. All right. If y'all got, got the video part, this would be. Shoot, 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 hoo, 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 You probably couldn't even change a light bulb without getting your dick stuck in it. But to answer your stupid question about a street question about a street fight, I'd squash sleepy schmo like a bug. He's weak. He can barely string two sentences together, and his coordination is that of an inbred orangutan. Meanwhile, I'm the strongest man alive with hands so bigly that I could crush his skull with one flick of my, my wrist. So if you want to bet on that, turn him into dust. Listen up, you dirty son of a bitch launch 303. You think you're some kind of smart ass with your Metal Damn, Gear bro. solid bullshit. Well, let me tell you something. That's a bunch of twat gobbling dog one. And as I guess, I'll enlist yeah, those little it's... fuckers right after I personally visit. My... Say again. You good, G? <laughs> we die for a second. I don't know what happened. Yeah, everything died for a second. I think I think that uh, it just take up a lot of bandwidth. Yeah, it definitely does. Like it takes up a lot. But yeah, I just thought that was trippy. And that shit, li- that shit is live too. That shit just they just like that shit just keep going. That's kind of hilarious that they just making them niggas say whatever. If it's it, making them say wow shit, dog. But like, if you watch it, like if you could have watched it without without it skipping it, like it looks like they're saying all of that stuff. Oh, I already knew, bro. Like it's the the deep fake technology type shit is fucking crazy, bro. Uh, wow. This whole story, bro. It's a uh, AI pastor leaves churchgoers surprised but uninspired. So the what? reviews are in for a recent AI led church service in Germany. The spiritual takeaways are mixed, to say the least. According to a recap from the Associated Press on Friday, a chat GPT bot embodied by multiple orange screen avatars oversaw a 40-minute devotional for over 300 congregants at St. Paul's Church in Bavarian town 
uh, Firth. The experimental service featured music, prayers, and an AI-generated sermon took place as part of Deutschers in Evelingsters Kirchstag or some shit. It's in Germany. A biennial Protestant convention in Germany whose theme this year, aptly enough, was entitled The Time Is Now. Or now is the time. Dyslexic ad boy. Overseen by Joseph Simmerlein, the 29-year-old theologian and uh, philosopher from the University of Vienna, ChatGPT produced its religious program following a relatively simple prompt. I told the the artificial intelligence, we are at a church congress. We are at the church congress. You are the preacher. What would a church service look like? Simmerlein explained... uh, estimating approximately 98% of the entire service comes from the machine. How you would feel if you was a real pastor couldn't get motherfuckers in your church and they got a whole ass computer in front of 300 people? Bro, it just, what what always trips me out is like how the entertainment business is sometimes ahead of their own time like ahead on on issues that aren't currently out but it's funny because that that low-key was like a, a black mirror episode you ever watch black mirror i watched a few episodes but i haven't watched uh i've only watched like four episodes three episodes i think they got an episode where uh, a character like becomes so famous it can like become a politician that's a cartoon character and it just it just shows you like that kind of stuff like it's just wild now, I, it is funny that they said the service didn't go well. But, of like, I'm going to be honest. The service didn't go well. Because, like, a lot of that stuff is about the, the passion that a human being can, can give. A, a bot ain't going to ever be able to do that for you. It'll be able to give you the passionate words. It won't be able to, to execute it. No, that. They literally. may figure it out later. They may figure it out later. But at this make point, it, time, time they ain't got to. I mean,. Let me see, bro. I'm gonna see if I can get this to work without without messing us off too bad. I want to see if I can play this. Uh... See if I can play this transition real quick. <laughs> we'll see. This should be. Taking a lot. I think I'm gonna try and get this part swapped over to the other computer. I feel like the fact that it's so full. Pause. Be making these little tasks a little more difficult for it. Oh man. Let's do Man, let's do you know what I want to do, bro? I want to do some everything is racist. It's been a while. 
It hasn't been a while. I think we did it last episode, but. A white supremacist took MDMA for a study and it snapped him out of his beliefs. <laughs> a leader in the U.S. white nationalism movement realized he wanted to change his extreme beliefs after he took a psychoactive drug, MDMA, as part of a scientific study. The man, who was referred to by his first name, Brendan, was enrolled in an MDMA study in February 2020, which investigated whether the drug could increase the pleasantness of human touch. According to an adaptation of the book, I Feel Love, MDMA, and the Quest for Connection in a Fractured World. <laughs> uh, before I go on, I could tell you that they could have just asked around. The answer to that question is yes. <laughs> I think you could ask anybody who's ever been around some MDMA, they could tell you that... Uh, Increasing the pleasantness of the human touch is absolutely one of the side effects of such thing. I would venture to say it's almost the number one side effect of the thing occurring according to a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, just keep that in mind while you're doing all this research. After the experience, returned a form to the researchers and wrote, this experience has helped me sort out uh, debilitating personal issues. Google my name. I now know what I need to do. The researchers looked at Brendan and discovered he was a white supremacist who had lost his job after being revealed as the leader of a white nationalist group. Brendan had attended the Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville 2017. Immediately, they were concerned as to what sorting out an issue might refer to. But when they tracked him down, Brendan revealed that what he needed to do was simply love as opposed to something more sinister. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. Some of my more friendly white homies just dummies that be on the MDMA. No cap. They be friendly, so let, right? Let me ask you this, though. Because I ain't gonna lie. When I first started reading the article, I'm thinking, okay, Brendan is really, really reformed. Brendan then got, Brendan got some of that happy juice flowing. He's like, I'm really a new motherfucker. I'm a whole new motherfucker. Y'all don't even notice what, what you're seeing on me right now. you never seen this before. You know what I'm saying? That's what Brendan is on. However, after seeing that he lost his job because he's like a Googleable white supremacist, my nigga needed a rehab. He needed some PR. He I'm going to say this. Uh, MDMA study might not be it though. <laughs> Just saying. Um, I mean, it might have improved his life and everything, but I bet you bring to write a book. He probably gonna write a book. New York, New York bestseller. I used to be in the clan. I used to be in the clan. How MDMA to, changed my I life. I used to be a white supremacist, but now I'm just a groovy dude. <laughs> from hate to love an mdma story from hate to love a mdma story bro that boy gonna get a lifetime movie bro it's gonna be like uh ebony and ecstasy yeah you know i'm saying <laughs> 
He gonna get a black wife? Is that what you're saying? He gonna get a black Definitely wife. Definitely get a black wife, bro. He about to move to Houston and get him something with a wagon, a dump truck. <laughs> he about to be in here looking like Bubba Sparks, nigga, the white boy with the with the shadow fade. Is dollar? Hey, like uh, who was that? Uh, who was we watching? Oh, who was it? I think it was Georgia. All the white boys on Georgia last year was edged up like that. Bro. Fades, parts, I, the whole nine, bro. We was like, the one of them pulled their helmet off, and I was like, hold on, wait. Bro, I got a fit. Hold on, wait. I had to send it to my boss. Like, wait a minute, bro. Did he have the crispy edge up? School hired the barber before they seen the results of the recruiting oh, class. Man, that's somebody on the team. Somebody on the team got the came in with the Clippers. Like, I got you, fam. Like, we trying to get edged up. They like, hey, bro, put me the two parts on the side. I'm telling you, bro, you're the white homie if you wanted to be down, bro. I ain't mad at it. Never lie. They won the ship. I ain't even mad at them boys. All right, bro. So uh I got another one, man. This is your favorite. This is your favorite racist, I feel like. I favorite in the in the in the in the way that you would say, like the favorite raccoon who keeps getting in my trash. Like the The favorite UPS driver who always throws my fucking packages and fuck shit up. You know, favorite in the completely opposite way that favorite really means. We're talking about Candace Owens, baby. Candace Owens mocks Juneteenth holiday. Which I'm going to be honest, before I even get into this, I always feel like whenever I talk about Candace Owens, I'm, I'm taking the bait. Like, this is what this bitch wants. She wants me to be sitting up here talking about how her hair don't move when she move her head and how she's still doing her hair with a hot comb in 2023 and how the only motherfucker who could ever fuck with her can't be from her culture because we can see them fucking BBs in the back of her shit. Or just whatever. But here I am. Here I am. Conservative pundit Candace Owens mocked Juneteenth on Monday, sparking uh, criticism from those who celebrate the holiday that marks the end of slavery in the United States. Juneteenth, which became a federal holiday in 2021, commemorates the day Union soldiers brought the news of freedom to the quarter million African-Americans who were still enslaved in Galveston, Texas at the end of the Civil War. It had been more than two years since President Abraham Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation. That is a note about Juneteenth. I feel like not enough people realize we literally celebrate these motherfuckers telling us slavery was over two years late. Yes, literally. But millions across the United States now celebrate Juneteenth, also known as also known as Emancipation Day or Juneteenth Independence Day. Owens, who is herself black, that's debatable. And other critics of the holiday argue that the 4th of July, which commemorates when Americans declared independence from Britain, should be the only holiday celebrating independence in the United States. Juneteenth is ghetto and made up. Hope everyone enjoys it. Owens tweeted. (laughs) There's a lot of, uh, like tweets back to her but I, I don't feel like we need to read other people's responses to her we we got our own what you what you think about Juneteenth is uh 
is is ghetto and uh made up. I mean, uh it just says a lot about somebody that they would refute real evidence that these things occurred. But she's willing to listen to whatever the white man has to say to her about their holidays. Heard. You know what? For real, for me, bro, you know what the craziest thing about Juneteenth is? Is that I really feel like white people have been brainwashed into believing that they shouldn't feel some level of pride around the moments in America's history where America did, at least in some small way, live up to what its promise is supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? The black people, do black people still go through ridiculous trauma at the hands of this country? Yes, absolutely. Where there are a litany of specific traumas that our, our community was uh, subjected to following uh, the abolishment of slavery? Absolutely. But in that moment, when they abolished slavery, it was America doing what the fuck America is supposed to do. And if you really believe in this, like, America, fuck yeah, bullshit, this your holiday too, in all reality, this is the day that you became less of a piece of shit. You should be happy about that. Did she know? But, like, that's always been my beef with, like, the hesitancy around other communities to fuck with Juneteenth. Because, I mean, let's be honest. When you're talking about what Candace Owens says, you're basically just talking. She's just pandering to white people, bro. She don't have any original ideas or takes. She's not even a... She's she's a person to me in the way that all people are. Like, I, I'm not one of these weird-ass motherfuckers who, like... I, I wouldn't do her the way they do our the women who they feel like are on our side. Where I'm like, oh, she deserves to be fucking abused and fucking sexually assaulted and all that fucking weird shit. I don't believe that about Candace Owens, bro. Like, she should be able to walk the world without feeling like her life is in danger. But she is a piece of shit. Gotta look her up again. Who? Candace Owens. Oh, you don't know what she looks like off the top of your head? I don't forgot, She's bro. black Tommy Lauren. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But I do got another thing. Her book called Blackout? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, bro. What's her book about, bro? About black people not fucking with the Democrats anymore because they utilize our trauma against us while they don't deliver to us politically. <laughs> so the rest like, of the, hey, the rest of the title, fam. <laughs> do you know what the rest of the title is? No. I'm going to click it. It says blackout, how black America can make its second escape from a democratic plantation. Yeah. She's an idiot. But I do have one more thing on Juneteenth, bro. Bam, she's trash. Yeah. Or do you have something on her? That's that. She's just extra, 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 extra trash. And like I can't rock with people who would spend any time trying to gaslight their own people. You know what I'm saying? Especially on something as uh sensitive as Juneteenth. Facts. Um I got something on Juneteenth, bro. 
And this is honestly directly from me to black people. I feel y'all about not wanting to celebrate the 4th of July because we wasn't even free. It ain't our holiday. I respect that. I think it cognitively, I can make sense of that. It, I, I agree with it. If I'm being honest with you, it's not something that's far from my personal ideologies. However, there's nothing I love in this world more than fireworks. I knew, How did I know you were going to say that? Bro, I've been... I've been surveying the black community about how they give how much they give a fuck about fireworks. And I've been getting a resounding, we don't really care that much about fireworks, which is making me feel like my chances of getting black people on board with fireworks for Juneteenth are slim to none, which leaves me only one choice. Bro, we shot fireworks on Juneteenth. What you talking about? Who did? Uh, we was in Spencer. See, bro, why niggas ain't tell me? It was a fam. Because all these motherfuckers I've been talking to, they've been like, oh, no, we don't want it to do fireworks, blah, blah, blah. I'm talking about my cousin. Uh, my, you know, Dick. Dick popped out. I know, your, yeah, I know your people bottle out there getting it in, bro. I'm, 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 all that. They're not a little bottle. you got to know people in the country, bro, because that's true. on July 4th, the police act like you allowed to pop fireworks, even though you're not. If only black people was popping them on a day it's not legal, Bro, we get massacred. First of all, they're going to act like they thought it was gunshots. They're going to pull up already guns drawn, shooting at niggas for Roman candles and shit like that. It's just not feasible, bro. So is this an excuse? I don't know. Maybe it is. But what I'm saying is when the 4th of July comes, I'm going to be yee-hawing with these white folks. I ain't going to wear red, white, and blue, but I'm going to be here. I'm going to be there, bro. I don't give a fuck. Bro, you ain't even shooting no fireworks. Don't disrespect me, bro. You didn't. When I was down there, you didn't. Oh, was that New Year's? Oh, New Year's? You weren't here for New You was here after New Year's. You got here on like the second. Oh, no, you was there for New Year's. You left on the second. What are you talking about? I was like, what are now, you, you talking left about? On the second. We was gone. Bro, don't don't play me right now, bro. You didn't even have no fireworks. I'm just talking now, now I don't pop fireworks. It be your own fucking people, bro. I got one more topic, bro. What's up with it? Me and you talked about this a little bit already, actually, but I know you haven't seen the video. And I talked about this with Xavier yesterday, but in all truth and honesty, my nigga, there's a piece of me that feels like I don't feel like I articulated myself in the way I wanted to about it. All right. Um, so I kind of, you know, got to come back and make sure that I wasn't over here sounding like I believe some crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, I gotta get that. Gotta get that mercy. Fellas, see me one time. We got to do better. Better. Got to do better, baby. It's only be about nigga shit. You know what I'm saying? This be about some shit, shit in our community. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I told you, bro, about the whole shit that went down with Sukiyana and YK Osiris. Me and you talked about this a little bit already. We've already yeah. talked about it on the podcast enough. 
that all of these Negroes know all about it. But I know that you have not actually seen the video, have you? No. So because I don't want you to be talking about something that you only heard about. Uh, I gotta. I want to pull this video up for you. I would have had it ready already if I intended on doing this, but I didn't. You gotta know, be careful what's gonna pop up when you talk to Suki name on Twitter because she got. <laughs> <laughs> gotta be more careful than that, boy. Uh, oh, for real though. Hey, that's hey, that's like trying to look up that Chuck Berry tape at work, bro. Not the Chuck Berry tape. Okay, there it is. You gotta be careful. Right yeah, if you know, you know. Hey, anybody that anybody that's seen that Chuck Berry tape, do me a favor, call in the Dre line and tell him on a message what's on it, bro. <laughs> All right, you ready? Yeah. Oh, hold on. Okay, so that's that must be what happened before. I about to say, hold on, that one didn't even look as bad. Mm-mm. It wasn't. I think they showing that. Honestly, that's context that I did not have before, and I'm actually glad that that I saw it though. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I was confused. I was confused because she seemed to be the one coming on him for a minute. Minute. It sounded like I she mean, said because it was cool. Did I misunderstand it? Because it sounded like she said like she was like I turn I turn his little ass out or something like that. Yeah, and that that's I mean that's like her vibe too. So that's probably exactly what she said. Okay, hold on. Here's the the real video. Okay. That's wild. That's the full video. That's wild. So now you've seen now you've seen one went down. Uh she comes out after that just to give you like the quick, you know what I'm saying, debrief, whatever. I'm just gonna read you everybody's responses to everybody. First yeah. thing she says is, I drink the high that I'm very sensitive. I feel things more than the average person. I stopped drinking yesterday, but today I've been crying all day. Ask God to strengthen me and use me to help others and to order my steps. I just want to go away for a while. People like took that to be kind of like, you know, associated with that, right? With the event, because it happened afterwards. Right. Then YK comes out. And at first, when he his like apology is like a fake apology, but it moves on. So the first thing he says is, uh, apologize to my family and supporters. I keep letting y'all down. I just want to be a better person and focus on my purpose. And that's music. I love y'all so much for real. Don't worry. I got to get for y'all since I've been bullshitting these past years. I lost everything. My mind, my family, my love for music. I just need help for real. Then 
he comes back and apologizes for real. I want to publicly offer my sincerest apology to Sukiana. His uh, his message started in an attempt to be playful. I misread the moment and violated Sukiana's boundaries. I understand the importance of consent, and I'm embarrassed by my behavior. I take full responsibility, and I've made multiple attempts to apologize. I have the utmost admiration for Sukiana, and it was never my intention to disrespect her. Um. And she accepts his apology in a post that says, I want to first say thank you to everyone who has reached out. Your thoughtfulness has not gone unnoticed. I would like to address the event that took place on Saturday, as well as the aftermath surrounding such. First, I want to acknowledge that YK Osiris has apologized to me both privately and publicly, and I have chosen to accept his apology. God always forgives me, and I can always forgive others. My accepting his apology is not my excusing or lessening severity of his actions. This is destiny choosing to give grace to Osiris. He is young. It is my prayer that this experience will cause him and others to be more mindful and respect the personal boundaries of others. I am a human, a mother, a woman, and a daughter before I'm an entertainer. No matter what my lyrics express, I still have boundaries and the right to have them. Again, I have accepted this apology and I'm working towards getting back to my life. I am giving YK the grace and forgiveness that I wanted to be given to me when I was discovering and defining myself on this very public and sometimes unforgiving platform. That's everything. So you've seen the video. You've heard both sides apologize. What do you think about this situation, bro? It should be let go is she willing to move free or is she willing to move on from it i don't see why well we would even be tripping on it for no more like he's was it was it foul like um that first video like i said threw me out because it wasn't what i was expecting um when you put those two videos together it you know what i'm saying she still get her boundaries in her space and he still he definitely did something wrong but it definitely wasn't outside the vibe i guess that was was there I because feel it, like go ahead. It just it just appeared as if she was like really like talking maybe sexually to him or, or you know what I'm saying, and it's not making no excuses for what he did, but he just misread a, a, a moment. She's saying all this stuff and she's like, oh, I'll turn this little nigga out. Da, 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 da. He like, what's happening? What's up with it? Yeah. And he like, he probably in the moment thinking, I'm gonna I'm about to kiss this girl, and it's gonna be all over these news outlets. Like he thinking stupid, he thinking on some young mm-hmm. nigga shit. You know what I'm saying, but it don't excuse it. Like um, he definitely like inv- invaded her privacy, especially the second time. Like I think uh, the second time was, was 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 weird for me because I'm like, damn, oh, you gonna go back? Like she she curved you the first time, you gonna go back? Like I think what it was is just, and I know this is gonna be. It's crazy because initially I wanted to come back on this because I felt like. In a way, I felt like I was making excuses for all the men involved. And I wasn't like giving them enough of their own responsibility to hold on the topic. But like watching the video back again, it's not that I don't think an infraction occurred. It's just that what everyone feels like it is, it just don't look like that no more to me. Especially seeing that first video to give it a little more context. It's like, he comes up to her the first time and touches her and it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like they're like exchanging between each other. Like he gives her the kiss on the cheek and it's cool. She's like, that's cute. And, and I'm really, what I'm saying is 
this is where I really believe it's him misreading the situation because it's him continuing. It's like, I feel like it got pushed. Like he just did what he wanted and didn't care about her boundaries or Mm -hmm. how she felt and rewatching it. I don't really think that that's what happened. I feel like he was playing and he wasn't being considerate of like, when you playing in this area, you got to be more mindful. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like if you playing games where you telling jokes about somebody, you're not putting your hands on them, then it's like, cool. But like the moment you start putting your hands on somebody, you both got to be playing. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I think he behaved like what she was, what she was looking at him as a little young nigga. Yeah, for sure, because that's how she was, that that's like how she was talking to him. Bit. That's exactly how she was talking to him. Like she was singing the lyrics back and whatnot. Like she, yeah. she treated him like a little boy. And he like, oh, like he trying to prove a point to her. Yeah. And like just overstep his boundaries. Again, like it's trash that he did it. Like it's, it's double trash for me. I, I didn't like the second the second going. Uh-huh. Like she it's like not, not being mindful of that second time, bro. Like that's some shit you just when the moment it stops being cool, when he tried to kiss her on the mouth and she pulls away, it's like if he stops right then, I don't even think it's a problem. But like she's putting in a in a in a janky situation too because in the moment she tries to play it off because they're in the public eye, and so she keeps giggling and laughing, which is giving off the wrong impression, the wrong impression to him in the moment. I agree. After the fact, you know what I'm saying. Um, when he cools out, he looks at it. He's like, "Oh shit, whoa!" He probably realized, like, "Oh shit, that was oh wait." She really that was an uncomfortable laugh. That wasn't yeah. a how flirty girl hard to get laugh. And maybe it was a it to me. It is a lesson that as a person, if this happens more for a man or whatever. But honestly, I've had plenty of encounters with women who didn't know how to keep their hands to themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. and they thought it was cool to grab Absolutely. your dick and like do all this other shit or whatever. And it's like that shit uncomfortable. Like, and you might not. And honestly, I feel like I understand the situation she was in better than people realize because I think it was a similar situation to that. And not to like liken her to a man in any kind of way or whatever, but it's like you know that there's an expectation placed on you that like certain things will be okay with you. Yeah. So in the moment when it's not okay you like feel weird about standing up for yourself almost. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to, but I think that it's disingenuous to not acknowledge that because of that weird feeling, the way that you project may be difficult for the people around you to accurately gauge exactly how it is that you feel. You know what I'm saying? So when I say that, especially because one of the things that people are killing Duval and Funny Marco, the two dudes who are sitting on either side for not like stepping up and be like, hey, yo, you tripping, you bugging. But I'm like, when you watch it, the moment that it goes from being like cute, funny, we both playing to being out of line is so fast. And then it's over so fast after that, Mm -hmm. that I just feel like it's kind of a big ask. Like not that. It's the public light, bro. Like they all in the public light at that moment. No matter what's going through their brain, what they thinking, where they think he wrong, right, indifferent, they didn't even notice whatever was going. They all in the public, the public light right now. We cannot, we cannot act out. 
And even yeah. YK, like even YK in that moment thinks he thinks this is all some cute, fun, ha ha entertainment shit. We're all entertainers we're and we're entertaining right now. This is a game. This is for TV. This is fake. I'm not really kissing you. That's how he, he you know what I'm saying? He, he he continued to laugh again, not okay. Like uh, laughing about laughing about some, some shit or assaulting somebody doesn't make it not assault, motherfucker. Like, sorry. Nice. But um, like he continues to to continue to play like it seemed like it was just a joke to him the entire time. I think the reason why this this subject sticks with me is because I the reason why I want to properly identify what occurred is because I feel like if you miss it's like it's like a sickness. If you misdiagnose it, then you like you treat it with the wrong thing. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if if what you want me to believe is that YKL Cyrus is just this wild aggressive dude who don't give a fuck about a woman's boundaries it's like i don't really think that's what that is and if you think you have to be that to do that then what you're gonna do is continue to allow young men to be in that position and get all the way there before they realize like this is wild out of pocket you know what i'm saying because like the work on someone like that gotta be done beforehand the way you approach something like that is not it's like if you make it about being malicious, the person who you're talking to is always going to look at it like, but I wasn't being malicious. Right. So like they're never going to really hear what you're really trying to say. It's it like, I know intent. you weren't trying to assault Sukiana, but you did though. But you did though. Like, and you got to understand where that line stops from being cute and fun and where it turns into assault because that happens. That, the conversation of withdrawing consent is not prevalent enough period i don't feel like we had that conversation with young girls enough or with young boys enough so when they get to issues where it comes to setting boundaries having consent understanding consent withdrawing consent they don't really know what any of that stuff looks like Mm -mm. and it's way easier for us to watch all that play out and be like oh he was wild out of pocket. Da, 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 da. He shouldn't have done that. He's this kind of person. He's that kind of person. Before we like, why did he think that was okay? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and to me, it's not me trying to give more grace to YK Osiris than is necessary. It's me genuinely trying to provide an environment that like fosters the safety of women like Sukiana in the future. Because just saying, fuck that little nigga, he's a monster. Okay. Then it's a lot of monsters out here. Your son is probably a monster. I'm just going to say. I know like, a lot of y'all sons. We got to look at it in context. Like the, that, the first video messes me up a little bit. Because obvious that's obviously beforehand. Yep. And she's like checking him. Like looking him up and down. You know what I'm saying? Like giving out a lot of different signals and literally says, like, I'll turn that little nigga out, whoop, whoop, whatever. Like, she was like, I'll give you the world, you know what I'm saying? And all yeah. that shit. And like, so I'm not sure what he was supposed to think from there. So he, like, again, I, I do think he was joking. Like, even if she had a kissed him, I still think it would have been a joke. He wasn't trying to date her. Like, he wasn't, yeah. I don't think he was trying to smash. I think it was really on some purely some we in the public eye entertainment shit. It'll be all over Instagram that. Yeah. You know, YK Osiris kisses such and such at this basketball game. Yeah, that's, that's I like, believe the same thing. Like at, that's at that's most. that's my only argument with the way people are taking this. In general, 
Do men watch women get treated away and not say shit all the time? Yes. 110%. Do men let their homies talk crazy about women and don't don't check that shit like they should? Yes. Way too often. Damn near. It's damn near unchecked. You know what I'm saying? Even Absolutely. if you don't agree with the shit, you usually won't even say nothing. Just because it's like, I don't feel like having this conversation with you. Yeah, and, and most people be like, that ain't my business. I ain't gonna stop being your homie over it, so I mean, whatever. And it's like, in that in that moment, I think that's where we as men tend to take it. We either like, whatever you doing is either something that hasn't crossed the line for us where we're not gonna stop fucking with you, so we're just gonna let you be you. Or whatever you do crosses the line where it's like we can't fuck with that and we just won't fuck with you at all. But the actual confrontation from one man to another about how you living, that don't happen as much as I feel like people think it does. Another thing about that is is, uh, as far as everybody trying to run it up on on Duval and and, uh, the other buddy that's in there is um, you don't know their relationship with any of the the two people involved. So like what I mean by that is if they done already ran in the YK on some shit like that before, and they done chopped it up to like that's just who he is. They're not gonna say nothing. Why? That's how he be. Everybody that invites him around, they know that's how he be. They know that's who he gonna be on. If he if YK Osiris is the dude amongst their circle that show up at the parties and kiss the girls randomly in the mouth, everybody know. And they like, what you want me to say? Who here didn't know he do that? Then you ain't been I feel around. like, go ahead. I mean, I was just, you know, what I'm saying, I, I just feel like it, it, it's lame to kind of charge them up for something like they, they just really innocent bystanders too. Like people want the, I, want people to white knight more more often than it, I think is really needed. I'll say this: if it's somebody who they if they do have a relationship with, I will say this: if this how he move and this the type of shit he be on, that's enough for me to not have a relationship with him to begin with. Right. Like it so I feel like what you saying could be misconstrued as if he wanted the niggas in they click and they he they know that he get down like that, it's like they like, well, you know he be like that. It's like no. nah. Not what I'm saying. Not not a yeah, I, yeah, I know. And I I that's right. why I want to make that that differentiation because it's like that to me though is what I think other people are seeing in this. Like that's just like y'all who got that homie who you know low key be like assaulting women and da 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 and it's like yo. No, it's not. Not a, like it might like I'll give you a perfect example. It was a dude in the town who I have been at parties with. I know him like we cordial like when I see him, we speak. I just found out on some Twitter shit that apparently that nigga on some like will get the girls drunk and be on some mad like straight rapey shit. But like I didn't know that about that nigga. So like if I seen him do like some weird shit that didn't seem like too like it wouldn't necessarily catch my eye like that's what he be on all the time you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. but now that i do know that if i pulled up to a party and he was there i'm not about to just be like oh y'all need to get him out of here because you know that he has a history of dot 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 yeah. because i'm like this is y'all homie y'all know and, and i feel you, like that's, that's more like what you saying like that's you yeah, you want me to come up here and be the police to a nigga who you knew you shouldn't have invited to this motherfucker because y'all know this is what he be on. Like, that's not my man's. That's not my... and That's not my guy. Now, I will say this. 
absolutely depending on the severity and whatever's going on or whatever i do still think that you a fuck ass person if you will watch another person do harm to somebody and you don't step in if you had a capability to do so you know what i'm saying like that's that's off top but when you watch this situation it's just a little different to me because it's like again it goes from consensual to non-consensual so fast and it's over so fast after that it's difficult for a person to interject. You know what I'm saying? Like, they would have to, like, chase him off stage to, like, give him a lecture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they they weren't really given an opportunity to remove her from, like, the quote-unquote threat, I feel like. Um, but with all that being said, I do think that I want to take a, a real moment before we get off this podcast to acknowledge that Who Sukiana is, what she does outside of being an entertainer, absolutely doesn't give people the right or privilege to just assume that they can take certain leverages with her or certain, uh, uh, they can just do certain shit with and around her. I seen a clip on a podcast where a nigga talking to her nasty as hell off the rip talking she walking in he like i know that pussy spit you know i he's showing her pictures of his dick on his phone in the middle of the podcast and shit like that or whatever and she's like in the in the interview like he like yeah i know she like nasty shit like that and she like i mean not really like not now you know what i'm saying like maybe like when I'm having sex with somebody or like when I'm in that, but not just like when I'm walking around on a regular day, do I feel like being completely objectified by every man who comes around me? And I feel like it's difficult for a woman like that because her entertainment um, persona is that when she's flirting back with YK and singing with him and letting him kiss her on the cheek and rub her shoulders at first, that's a part of her persona. You know what I'm saying? Like, and at that point, I don't feel like she felt like her boundaries were being crossed or like she was in any danger. So it's like, she's like, this is my brand. So I'm going to lean in all the way. Like at, at a point, she's like, yeah, like this is cute. This is what I do. But, and I'm not saying it's her fault. I'm just saying like, it's difficult to be her kind. It's like me empathizing with her really. Because then it comes a point in the same situation where you're no longer that same level of comfort. And now you've got to withdraw that. Knowing that like, not you started it, but like you were a part of it to begin with. Like, it's just a weird place to be in. Absolutely. And I do think that that requires the people around her. That requires a level of accountability of you as a man or as anyone around anyone else, a person like that or anyone to be concerned with crossing that boundary. And that to me, I think I finally came up with the perfect way to phrase this. At no point was YK Osiris concerned with crossing a boundary. He didn't even see that as a possibility because he didn't really I mean, see Kiana as a person in that moment. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's true. I think it's because they're in the public light. They're behind a fucking camera. He's I mean, like, I mean, not, when I say I'm he not, didn't see her as a person, I mean, he saw her as Sukiana, the entertainment entity. I, I you know what I'm saying? Like, in, in the same way that I feel like in that moment, he's acting as YK Osiris, the entertainment entity. But, like, you still have to understand that you are both. In the same way that he wants to be a person all the time, I'm sure 
there's shit that motherfuckers try and do to him because he's famous, touch all on him and all this other shit, and he don't like that shit, he got to be aware that, like, that boundary can be crossed with another person. I'm saying. But, yeah, that shit was just a, a whole lot of nothing to me. It's like, that first video was, was, was shocking, just to say the least, just for, from what I had already heard. Whether it's nothing or not, I do feel like it it sparked a necessary conversation to a degree. Did it the conversation happen the way it should have? No, because it never does on Twitter. But um the idea of consciously looking for and respecting somebody's boundaries um as something that's necessary and in my opinion, imperative of of men to be conscious of. You know, when it comes to that, people should be conscious of period. We talked about this, but I mean, it's it's like unrealistic to deny the fact that when it comes to a safety level, we're like the the dominant. You know what I'm saying? Like we we kind of have a level of privilege when it comes to safety just by being male. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't really walk around feeling like like as many times as a woman may have tried to grab your dick and you didn't want her to, you didn't think she was gonna fuck you without your uh, against your will. You know what I'm saying? Like, at no point did you really feel in danger. You just felt disrespected. So it's like, to know that we have the potential to even unintentionally make someone feel as though they are unsafe, I do think that that's something that we should teach young men to be more conscious of, and we should be more conscious of. Absolutely. But, uh, that's all I got, bro. You got anything for the people before we get out of here? Uh, no, man. It was just a nice visit, man. Yeah, definitely, man. You know what I'm saying? It was good having you through, man. I had a had a whole week full of guests, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't have to do none of the heavy lifting myself. And that's always that's always a good look for your boy. You know what I'm saying? I always think that. Yeah. All right, man. Shit, y'all know what it is, man. I'll see y'all next week. Make sure y'all do all this shit, man. You know what I'm saying? If you want to be one of the kids that get McDonald's and you don't want to be one of my baby mama's other kids, then you got to subscribe for the $5. You know what I mean? You get shit video episodes. You get your shit early, all of that good stuff or whatever, man. Leave voicemails, leave reviews, tell friends, all of that shit. Until next time, peace. Peace. Yeah. Double up the respect. Came through the wire, fresh out the fire, my mic check. Leaning and rocking, feel it yourself, it's high tech. Moving pieces all on the board, my nigga trying to see. Mm. My gift to God, honest. Escape trials and tribulations, fighting your honor. Shark in the water, grabbing for paper like I'm Nirvana. Code of honor that I follow, my nigga, is worth being. Huh. Homie, fuck your greasy granny them. He been slapping shit so long, they gotta come and Grammy him. He so fly, he walk on stars, solar systems carry him. Bank account status when they marry him. Billion. Uh, make sure you say it two times. Dre, Dre, nigga. Make sure you say it two times. <laughs> Trying to see the salad with the croutons. Laying the foes down like futons for the... Billion. Yeah, man, you not tuning in there. Fuck this shit podcast. And billions 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 and